0: I got into technology value creation exactly 19 years ago. I still remember how it happened. I was reading an article in the Harvard Business Review that made me question everything I was doing as a technology executive. It was an article by Nick Carr titled, IT Doesn't Matter. The article claimed that technology added no value. Or specifically, technology didn't create any strategic advantage. Why? Why? He argued because technology was everywhere, cheap, and available to all. So I disagreed with the principle, and I wanted to do something to prove that it was wrong. So I spent almost 20 years trying to prove the author wrong, and in some ways, he was right, and in many ways, he was wrong. No matter what, a single article changed everything I ended up doing for a living, and made me obsessed about the value technology can bring. Here's what happened. In case you missed it back in the day, here's the gist. In 2003, Nick Carr was an editor in the Harvard Business Review. He published an article in the magazine with the very controversial title, IT Doesn't Matter. Like it happens with articles from prominent magazines, it was supposed to start an intellectual debate. Instead, it hit a nerve and it really, really bad. That piece brought criticism for many technology executives, like Steve Ballmer from Microsoft or Carly Fiorina, the CEO of HP. Tech execs perceived the article as a direct attack on their industry and their livelihood. Interestingly, they got a lot of supporters from CEOs and traditional businesses, analysts and academics. And here's why. At the end of the millennium, 50% of the capital investment in many businesses went into IT. This was the aftermath of Y2K, eradicating the most expensive bug in the history of technology. Also, 2003 was just after the peak of the internet and telecom bubbles. So, a perfect storm of massive technology investment followed by a financial meltdown. So, many experts started to question where all the IT investment went. So, let's just say timing was terrible for a thoughtful discussion. And while I wanted to disagree with everything Nick Carr said, I found myself agreeing with some key points. Carr's basic argument was simple. In the age of standardized software and infrastructure technology, every business has access to the same solutions, resources, and best practices at low cost and at scale. Because these technologies are universally available, everyone can get it. Then he posed the question that shook up the industry. If everyone has access to the same standard technology and talent, do they still provide any strategic advantage? If companies run the same ERP, CRM, e-commerce solutions, make decisions using the same analytics solutions, what creates the edge? What makes them better or worse than their competitors? That was the question Nick was asking, or rather, what he was trying to ask. He argued that there were temporary advantages of being first to deploy certain technologies, but eventually that advantage will disappear. His naysayers missed the whole point of the argument, as most never actually read the article beyond the title. I believe he was actually correct in his argument about technology becoming universally accessible, but he was wrong about how companies actually use technology to compete. Let me explain. You see, about the same time that the article came out, there was something else that was bugging me about technology adoption. Sure, the same technologies were widely available and affordable and accessible to companies. They had access to the same tools, talent, capital, resources, just like everybody else. Yet, two companies in the same industry could deploy the same technology, and one would get massive value, and the other would go almost bankrupt. Literally, I'm not exaggerating. I saw this happen in the world of ERP. So if the same technology can make one company very successful and the other one a basket case, is that the technology's fault? Or more importantly, how come one company did create competitive advantage where the others could not? And is technology really Not creating a competitive advantage, or something else is at play. I've seen this over and over again, from ERP days, through CRM, then in digital transformation. Companies are unable to replicate the success of a leading innovator using the same technology that helped the leader. So I had a hunch. While technology may not create strategic advantage, the ability to use technology sure can. So after 20 years, here's what I learned. Technology only creates potential for competitive advantage. But there is something else. Companies will win if they can take the new technologies and transform their own business models. If the culture of status quo does not kill the innovation. As the adage goes, culture eats strategy for breakfast. It is true for technology strategy as well. Companies that are strategic users of technology are open to questioning their business models, processes, strategies, and they're open for growth and innovation. They use every new technology for additional breakthroughs. It is not surprising, then, that businesses that are succeeding in their ERP projects, or were succeeding in the 90s, were the same than those that succeeded in CRM, e-commerce, customer experience, and nowadays, AI and hyper-automation. You see, after all these years, I've come to believe that technology value creation is a matter of innovation culture. To paraphrase Henry Ford poorly, whether you think you can create strategic advantage with technology or whether you think you can't, you're right. And that is where I disagree with Nick Carr in the end. I have found that innovation innovation culture needs technology to create sustainable strategic advantage, And technology needs superior innovation culture to create value. But technology projects without innovation culture will often fail. You see, Nick Carr was right and he was wrong. Companies can apply commodity technologies in ways that make them winners and also make them losers. It's corporate culture that makes these innovation cycles succeed or fail in the end. Talk soon.